Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Hi. I know Liz has got to go soon to old lady yoga. <laughs> you have to edit that out. No, it's what reality. If, what if they hear this? Not that they will, but. Exactly. Do they follow you? Maybe. Do they know who you are? Do you know me? <laughs> We're old ladies. Yeah. Oh, right. As long as I'm self-identifying, then it's yeah. fine. Yeah, exactly. Okay. A self-identifying. And yeah. I'm going to be selfish and ask for your help today. We're because here. we try to have these videos help people. And usually they are educational or they're very positive and always trying to do the coaching thing to help lift. And this past week or couple of weeks, I've just had so many coaches that are struggling and it's frustrating, not that they're doing anything wrong. In fact, they're doing everything right and they're gaining courage and they're risking and they're doing all kinds of experiments and they're showing up at work differently or they're leaving work to run, start their own businesses. And then stuff is happening. Like husband walks in and says, I've been having an affair for the last year or two. I'm sorry. I'm leaving the family. The you know, person who has just left her job to create an LLC and it's like, Ugh. or person who is perfectly happy in a role reached out by the company to apply for a, another position. And we talked about it and she didn't really want to apply for the other position, but I believe everyone should apply just to become known in the organization and to meet people. So she went down that path for weeks and weeks and weeks and didn't get that role. Her boss did, which she wanted that boss to get it, which is why she didn't want to apply in the first place. So she thought she was done and they reached out again, then saying you should apply for your boss's role, which she is like, huh. so weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and goes through the process and then just got notified Monday. Didn't get that job either, but we love you and think you're great. And it's like, Ugh. and then just people hearing you're great, but we're still having layoffs. And so you're gone the end of the year. And, and, and the conversations are just kind of happening like that. There's no sit down. Let's really talk. Let's show that we care. It's just kind of da, 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 da. And, and so I'm just kind of having a moment myself of what else can I do or, or not to feel all of this stuff um, means I'm not coaching well, or my coaches aren't doing the right things, or that this this will last forever. How do we keep it in perspective? So anything you all do or new ideas you could offer would be helpful. I guess I just want to publicly recognize that it doesn't matter how good you are doing or what good you hope to do. You can do everything right and still have a sucky moment or a sucky week or a sucky month. Kate, what are your thoughts? Well, I just got off a call with a fellow coach, um, Angela Oakley, and I was reflecting back to her 
because she was like, oh, we're in this pendulum swing of, of you know, um, management evolution where it's not command and control. It's, you know, shared meaning creation. And I was like, but Angela, it's not happening. <laughs> and I got all like, but Aaron, it's just not happening in the Midwest where my clients are. It's bad. <laughs> command and control is well and, and healthy and, and there and firmly established. Um, and she was so kind and she just softly said, Kate, it's a pendulum. You know, when people who have been in power feel that power being taken away, we do go back to command and control because that's what they feel like gives them the power. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's through the cycles, through the pendulum swinging that we get closer to the middle where we get close, you know, further away from command and control and maybe not all the way to shared meaning making, but we get closer. And that, that made my heart calm down a lot because I was feeling very much, I was, I was feeling the assault, Mm -hmm. the the pressure of everything. Mm -hmm. So that gave me a little bit of peace. That's helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, command and control, right? Being that top-down hierarchical way of running a business or running the world, right? Because <laughs> it happens in everywhere. Um, it it can happen um across genders for sure. Even though it's rooted in you know um white supremacist patriarchy, but um. I've had two clients really struggling with that recently um, and, and a family member actually struggling with exactly what you said, feeling like they're doing all the things that they're supposed to do. And yet they're either being um, pushed down, uh, really stepped over, um, passed over, or just really kind of um, shamed or humiliated in their work environment. And the things that we really worked on when it feels like it's out of your control, so much of it is out of our control and it can get really, you can get really disillusioned is saying, really understanding what is in my control and, um, and what is my part to play? What part am I playing in um, reinforcing the relationships that are happening? And sometimes that can be just like uh, being a yes person or in one of my clients' cases, fighting every battle so that it becomes a self-fulfilling self-fulfilling prophecy where they're seen as the person who is the problem because they're fighting every point in every meeting instead of picking and choosing their battles. And then on a higher level, we've done a lot of exercises around what do, why do I stay? Mm -hmm. What, what are the risks of staying? What are the risks of leaving? If I am going to stay here in this environment that, feels at times toxic 
what am I getting out of it? And let me focus on that because maybe what it is, is I'm getting these skills that I'm putting into my resume. So that six months or a year from now, I will be able to go get that job outside of here. And then in some cases, and I had a client who's single mom and working in a toxic bro culture, but what she was getting out of it was that she could drop her kids off at school and pick them up in the afternoon and keep working. So we worked on disconnecting the sensors Mm -hmm. to notice and internalize the narrative that she was surrounded by, which was, we're terrible. We don't even, we don't think you're good at your job. We just have you here because we have no choice. So, um, the last one I guess I would offer is what my grief counselor has said to me, um, which is on a sticky which sometimes when you feel like for your client who got didn't get the one job, then didn't get the next job, and you're in this, like, I'm really encouraging them to put themselves out there over and over, right? And they're like, what's the point, yeah. right? And so she says to me, let it unfold. Nice. Just let it unfold. There's a reason. You may not know what it is, but there's a reason that you're both continuing to put yourself out there and you're continuing not to get the gig. Mm-hmm. So let that unfold. Nice. I would add, Liz, you you kind of sparked in me. Um, I'm taking a nonviolent communications class and the exercise yesterday was, what is something that we do that we don't want to do? What is it? What is it? What is the need that that is fulfilling um, or not fulfilling, which is why we don't want to do it? Um, my example was um, I don't like to go to dinners with my husband's work mates because I, I feel like an outsider. Um, it is not fun. Um, it is usually good food, though. <laughs> so, <laughs> usually if you love food. Yeah. Um, but what it what is the need that it's fulfilling, which is why I, I do it. And one of the needs is, you know, I know it's expected and therefore a part of the security of his job. And it also creates a connection. He feels very grateful when I show up to those things. Um, so it creates the connection. So it's creating that connection between myself and him. And so I love that idea of like, what is something that I do not like to do? And, and what, why do I not like to do it? What need is it? not fulfilling and then why do I still do it so you know what is the need of this person who applies for the job that she is fearful that she's not going to get and you know why does she do it and what's that need aside from your encouragement Gwen (laughs) yeah and we did go there and and before she put her name in the hat the first time discuss that she is relatively new at the company that she loves to network 
And so I just suggested then view these as networking opportunities rather than an interview process. And if you really are great in your current role and you don't get the role, then that should be okay. And so it was until it was the rejection and then the second rejection. And then, then it starts the, Ooh, yeah. What's wrong yeah. with me? Am I broken? Now I feel stupid. And, and so it's that self-talk, that inner critic that pops up again, even when well-intended and prepared mentally for this just to be a networking process. Yeah. Sometimes we don't want something until someone tells me we can't have it. Yeah. <laughs> well, wait, I don't want you to tell me that I can't have it. Give it to me. <laughs> I wanted to say no, or I wanted to walk away. Oh, I'm breaking up with you. <laughs> it reminds me of being at a you. dance. You know, it's homecoming week this week. And it okay. makes me think of like every dance I went to where it was like, well, I don't even like this song or I don't like the person that isn't asking me, but why aren't they asking me? Why am I not getting asked? That's... Uh, can become a minefield (laughs) ego stuff yeah Mm -hmm. I wanted to want to say no Mm -hmm. all right because there's two hands right the like we know what we think and we know what we also think and we gotta which one we want to be like okay well I I see you but calm down we're gonna think this You little angry bunny, where'd you come from? You knew this was a possibility and you said you were okay with it. (laughs) You're not. I love that idea though. I I see you. I hear you. No. (laughs) Stay over there. Yeah. So at least I know I'm not weird or alone. Yeah. You're weird, but not alone. Okay. All right. I'll I'll take the weird. Fine. You're in good company. Absolutely good company. So this is definitely an antidote. It's just having fun conversations with others. So last resort, anybody should be able to call people, connect with people, and just make fun of the situation. Make fun of ourselves. Yeah. The shared humanity of it all is, I think, really important that no one's alone if you're struggling right now. There's half a million people on the planet thinking what you are thinking right this moment. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. not that special. <laughs> <laughs> you're not, and you are. Yes. Two hands. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. Well, this is helpful. This has lifted my mood for sure. Good. Thank you both. Thank you. Now, you can be, go be an old yoga person, Liz. <laughs> Stretch it. it. <laughs> That's the plan. <laughs>